Lorraine, Part 4, by George Essex Evans, read for LibriVox.org, by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. The mountains swarm like a human hive. The pigs are swinging in many a drive. The axe is ringing on many a tree, and the blast of a charge thunders sullenly, and the growing heaps of the dull gray stone and the tents of men stud the hillside lone, and the moan of the windless comes again with an eerie sound like a soul in pain, and across the plains lying baked and brown where the long teams creep till the sun goes down comes the curse and the whip like a pistol crack as the bullocks strain on the burning track. Soon the battery's thunder will rend the sky from the gorge where he left me alone to die. They have felt the stir in the city's south, and in the comrade field is in every mouth, and northward rushes the wave of greed, for the whole world knows of the devil's lead. Four jeweled walls, there are millions there, but one man's hand is on every share. One who knows the mountains from crest to glen, a hater of women and feared of men, who has heart for nothing save gold and gain, a power to be reckoned with, James Lorraine. As a miser handles and counts his gold, so I hoard my hate with a joy untold. Let the weakling sink neath their dumb despair. Shall I spare the coward who did not spare? Oh, the joy of hate, oh, the liquid fire, when the strong soul throbs to one fierce desire. So I thirst for life as a hound for blood, and woe to the hunters who cross my mood. To strike hard and home, then to watch him die, and to soothe his death with my memory. This were joy indeed worth a few years' breath. This were joy indeed, though the price were death. Then what holds my heart and what stays my hand? Who can cross at will to the motherland? Tis a voice that floats through my dreams at night, and a white hand ringed with a fairy light from the world unseen that has drawn anear a tremulous whisper at Bendemir. I had planned the end in the mountain grim, where the dream of wealth would be lure to him, bound fast to a tree in some gloomy glen, where no cry can reach to the ears of men, and shot with a bullet he meant for me, I have dug it out of the hardwood tree, then to lose his cords and to let him lie, with his false face turned to the smiling sky, with his dying grip in a death of shame, on the pistol butt 
that still bears his name. A fool I have been from my mother's breast, a fool who acted and thought for the best, made way for others and stood aside, and saw knaves feasted and defied. With an open heart I have striven to do to men as ye would they would do to you. And what have I gained by the Christian rule? A smile and a sneer at the trusting fool, and the generous wish to be fair and just has been deemed but weakness and self-distrust. Now these things are over, my soul is free. I will deal with men as they deal with me, for I care not whither my purpose tend. Let hell find the means so I gain the end, and no guile too subtle or dark shall prove. I have done with scruple and done with love. The thud of the stampers all night and day is loud in the gorge where the campfire lay. From the big hotel where the lights shine long comes the broken snatch of a drinking song. For the roofs go up as the shafts go down in a fever and rush of a mining town. I sit in my office with busy pen, the saddest and richest of mining men. I have sat like a spider and spun and spun till I hold the mortgage on many a run. I have land and houses and shares and gold, my stock increase by the thousandfold. I am feared and courted with flattering breath, and all that I live for is one man's death. I have worked his ruin, I hold his fate, I have woven a web round the man I hate. I have crossed his schemes, I have won the fight, for tools can be willing when gold is bright, and the deeds of mortgage are in their hands over Brendamere and the Glenbar lands. As I sleep at last on my bed of care, comes a white hand floating upon the air, and a woman's whisper is in my ear. The man you hate is at Bendemere. And the last crimson streak in the west was dead, and the white stars broke through the blue o'erhead, and the horned moon, like a scepter pale, cast its thin blue ray on the old slip rail. As I cross Glenbar by the big tree where the track goes winding to Bendemere, all the plain lay silent and silver-gray, like a shroud for a bride on her bridal day. I could feel the menace and the hand of fate as I stood once more at the garden gate. With a passionate heart for a while I stood, for the past came back like a rushing flood. Then I moved the latch and I crept within, a thief in the silence who fears his sin, like funeral plumes for some giant king. Rise the dark 
pine crowns and their shadows cling, purple and solemn to path and lawn, like the shadow of murder that waits the dawn. And the more porks call from the timbered knoll, seems the hoot of fiends for a dead man's soul. I am creeping slow down the well-known way, all round me is ruin and slow decay. By the weed-choked beds and the paths overgrown, and rank grass seeding on lawns unmown, and a low fence matted with running vine in the home of my father's that once was mine, the old rambling pile and verandas wide, like an isle half lost in some dim gray tide, seems to welcome me, seems to feel and know that a ghost is here from the long ago, and my fingers close while my blood is flame, round the pistol butt that still bears his name. Creep, creep to the west where the ground is bare, for a dim light shines from a window there. I have toiled for this through the gloomy past. I have prayed for this. Tis my hour at last. Here, God of the just, whilst I own thy might, who hast given this man to my hands this night? Here I kneel and pray, be my hand the rod, be my hand in anger the hand of God. Where the fold of the curtain falls half drawn, by the windows wide to the western lawn, from the shadows vague of the outer gloom, I have slipped a shadow Within the room, in the shaded light, on a low white bed, I can see his face. He is lying dead. The hand of time has not marred its grace, though the lines are deep on the well-known face, and the brow is placid and white and chill, with the peace that comes when the heart is still. And the lamplight falls on the golden hair of a weeping child who is kneeling there. O human vengeance and human hate, see thy altars scattered and desolate. Poor paltry things of a passing breath, ye are silent here in the halls of death. Be a soul at rest, though his sin was deep. Yet bitter the harvest he lived to reap. He suffered long. He has worn the chain of a life's remorse in his heart and brain. He has known the terror of hidden sin when the soul stands bare to the judge within. Be his heart at rest in the peace divine. Be thy mercy, Lord, on his soul and mine. For the child looks up with her mother's face, with the sun-god hair and the lily's grace. From the lashes wet with their pearly dew, shine the dark blue depths of the eyes I knew. The sweet eyes soft with a dreamy light, and the mystic spell of the southern night. 
They have left me this. Tis the bond of fate. The woman I love and the man I hate. Through the window wide blows the gentle breeze. And the wind harp sighs in the shadowy trees. And I see the rise of a splendid star. Or the bend of the river on old Glenbar. End of Lorraine, Part 4. This recording is in the public domain. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. End of The Secret Key and Other Verses by George Essex Evans.